Hello and welcome to the Unorganized and Lost podcast. I'm your host, Michelle, and I'm here to prove you don't always have to be organized to follow your dreams and getting lost isn't always a bad thing. So as we close out 2021, which still is mind boggling to me that we went through all of 2021, but here we are and starting off 2022, right? So I brought a friend of mine on Lizzie Shalo, and we're going to kind of talk about, she is I've decided she's the queen of trying new things and putting herself out there and all those awesome tasks of trying to find a new hobby or trying to find new things to keep you busy or things like that. And so we're just going to kind of talk about things that she did in 2021 and kind of give some advice on how to do 2022 right. Welcome, Lizzie. Thank you. Thank you for having me. This is so exciting. So Lizzie, was it in 20, beginning of 2021 or end of 2020 that you started skating? January, 2021. Okay. That's what I yeah. thought. So why don't you explain what you decided to do in 2021 to start off the year? Yeah. Yeah. Well, like so many people, this is a lot of people's stories too, but, um, in quarantine, my, um, I have a husband and a dog and we live in this little apartment. It's a beautiful apartment, but it's a small apartment. Um, and we both work from home in the same room. And so 2020, we were just kind of trying to get through it. (laughs) I was like, okay, in 2021, we're going to start new. I want to, you know, 2020, I was really just trying to get through my mental health and do what I needed for that. 2021, I'm ready to add on and really try to get into physical health. And so really since like graduating college, I've really struggled finding a way to exercise that I really enjoyed. So I grew up playing team sports all my life, which I think is great. It's kind of one of our um, family values. Like you play a team sport to kind of help with your development, learn how to work with other people and be coached and all of those things, which I think is really phenomenal and was really good for me. But one of the challenges with it is I played sports that don't really translate well, you know, post school when you're kind of working a nine to five. So I played lacrosse um, in high school and college, which is awesome. But I just wasn't, I couldn't really find something that I really enjoyed doing. I'm not super into the gym. I like to run, but I'm not a runner. And I really wanted to find some sort of exercise that felt good and I wanted to do and didn't feel like a chore. And I've tried all of these different things. And so 2021, I was like, I'm going to try roller skating. I I saw it it kind of blew up um, via like TikTok and Instagram during quarantine. And I thought it looked super cool. And I saw all of these really um, kick-ass skaters just like looking like they had the times of their lives, just like skating on the boardwalk and skating on streets and just kind of, or dancing, like dancing while skating and all of these things. So got myself a pair of skates, decided I was going to start that in 2021 and told myself, okay, every weekend, I'm going to get out and skate for just like an hour, just one hour on a Saturday or a Sunday. Um, And that that totally that was something that helped with my mental health in 2020 was getting outdoors and doing an activity. Um, And I was like, the activity for 2021 will be roller skating. So that's kind of how I I got into it. And I just became just a little bit obsessed, basically (laughs) started out doing like once a week for the first like three months and then just kind of started skating more and more. Um, and I've just had a total blast with it. And I, I truly feel like I found something that like, it's a way for me to move my body and exercise and feel good. And it's something I look forward to. It doesn't feel like I'm tricking myself into some sort of challenge or dragging my butt to the gym. 
Um, and so that just feels really, really good and more holistically healthy. Definitely. So with any new hobby, there's always a community usually around each hobby or each, um, activity that you do. And I know one of the biggest fears that I know I've had and other people have had in starting a new hobby is breaking into that community. So with skating, you can kind of skate away from the community on your own for a little bit, but once you started breaking into the, the community of skating, because I know you're kind of a part of it now, how, how was that and what was it like for you to break into the community and kind of have that fear of like, oh gosh, here we go. Yeah, it's super cool. So I live in San Diego and we're just so lucky to have an incredible skate community. I did, we're in, so I'm visiting Sacramento or Folsom now. And so I did get to skate a bit while I'm in town and it looks like there's a, a really great community here as well but yeah San Diego is really special like you said when I started skating something I love about skating is it's really versatile so I can skate on my own or I could skate with other people I can skate indoors like at a rink or even in your house Um, or I can skate outdoors just on a sidewalk or a boardwalk Um, and you can even skate at like a skate park like with a bunch of skateboarders and so I probably can't skate in my house this Mexican (laughs) tile I I don't think would do so well (laughs) I also I've seen videos of people learning to skate in their house and I'm so nervous I'm just gonna fall into my television right and just hit everything (laughs) well and like I have Mexican tile on the way down so there's like nothing smooth about my floor yeah (laughs) but carpet might be better (laughs) but um but yeah so something really nice about that versatility is there's so many ways to get into it. And Mm -hmm. so the way I started was it was just me. And like my husband would come with me to the park and just kind of hang and read a book while I skated or go for a walk or something. Um, but it was very easy to get started in that way because I didn't necessarily have to show up in like, you know, some big group or something where you also have this kind of social hurdle on top of, Oh, and I also don't know how to skate or do any of this. So that definitely made it really helpful. But honestly, something really great with the skate community that I've noticed is if I can't tell you how many times and I was so generally when I skate, I'm out in public, like I'm at a public park, like Balboa Park or out at like the beach boardwalk or something like that, where there's just like passers by. And like it brought it brings me so much joy when I see like it, it generally it seemed like a lot of um, people like middle-aged or older folks who would just light up seeing you skate and be like, oh my gosh, like I used to skate. That's so cool that she's skating or whatever. And it just brings me joy to like see other people smile. But similarly, if there's other skaters who are out or people who do skate, but maybe they're not like, they don't have their skates on and they're not actively skating. If they see you really struggling with something, sometimes they'll like go ahead and offer advice. And I'm very open to that. I'm not like, shy or embarrassed if I'm really trying something new and clearly struggling because everyone starts somewhere. Um, But my earliest kind of entry to the skate community and being a part of that was literally just other skaters coming up to me saying like, hey, like if you're trying to skate backwards, you want to like bend your knees more or kind of do these other little things or try this or try that. Um, And they were just so nice and thoughtful. And I kept experiencing this over and over again with all of these different people. Um, And so that was totally rad. And it was like that, having that first kind of feeling very welcomed and like there's this community of, hey, like everyone starts somewhere. Here's some tips if you're interested, like, you know, good luck or whatever. That really helped me kind of open up more to the community. And then from there, you kind of just see on social media, like I'm, 
uh, really active on Instagram. I'm not on a ton of different social media sites, but Instagram is like my go-to. Shout out your Instagram handle. Oh, <laughs> I, I did create a skate Instagram for like a diary. It's Dizzy Roller Skates. Um, I thought it was fun because Dizzy rhymes with Lizzie and <laughs> I like to spin and turn and, and all of those fun things. I love it. But um, But yeah, and then just like connecting with a lot of other skaters on Instagram and kind of getting a feel for the community there too. Cause there were a lot of what I would call like quarantine skaters. A ton of people picked up roller skating in quarantine. Like in San Diego, it seems like a ton of people started like August or September, 2020. Mm -hmm. Um, but there's also these like old timers who've been holding it down since the eighties, like literally like these old skaters in San Diego who have been jam skating, which is like dance skating. Um, so you kind of see these different subparts of the community, but it's just been really, really rad. That's so cool. So for people that aren't as interested in, let's say skating, um, I know you as someone who literally will try anything if it intrigues you. And so luckily for you, you've tried all these different things and now we've landed on something that you're super obsessed with. And I love it. I, I love following you. It is so cool to see your progress. It's so inspirational to have someone post fails and like seeing you get better because it's one of those things because you post so much you truly can see the progression of your skating yeah and yeah. it's so fun to watch and I'm, I'm like so glad to hear that and I don't <laughs> really have any interest in roller skating I'm gonna be honest I am not good with sports that gravity is your speed I've just never been good at that <laughs> yeah and I was always the I was the grasshopper for sure like in rollerblading my brothers would be out down the hill and I'm just like jumping grass to grass to try to get through the neighborhood and it's like sometimes on the boardwalk I could rollerblade like I could you know roll the streets you know maybe we'll do that when I'm in San Diego and um, (laughs) I love it perfect Uh, I'll rent some rollerblades and we'll go we'll go blading Um, but for you who's tried all these different things can you give like kind of an example of different things you've tried and ways that you overcame the embarrassment like it's not a it's so funny because it's not really embarrassing, but in our minds, it's embarrassing to try new things and like that fear and all those things to try something new and meet new people and go places alone because that's something that I struggle with. I know for sure. And I know a lot of people do trying something new because you get excited, just like you said, with rollerblading and you can't find any of your friends that want to go. And it's really hard to find a task that's fun, but you kind of have to try it to know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, it's so funny with roller skating because there's so many hobbies and things you can try privately where you get those moments of failing and learning and growing and improving in the privacy of your own home or the wood shop or, you know, some other space like that. But roller skating is very public. Like the most private space you'll probably be roller skating would be like a rink or something. But you're generally somewhere where there's a lot of other people who are there watching Mm -hmm. and you will fall. (laughs) Like it is guaranteed that you will fall. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I never realized it's actually very much a spectator hobby in the fact of like when it's your turn or not your turn, people are watching you in the bowl or watching you around the rink and things yeah. like that. Yeah, it's the rink, not as much, but in a bowl and stuff. Yeah. Cause you're, you're in these public spaces or like say at the skate park, you're, you're taking up space and people are waiting their turn. Um, and you should take up space and, and have a good time, but yeah, there's people are literally just watching you. <laughs> like, yeah, when whether it's yeah, entertainment, they're like, oh my gosh, it's just you know some person uh, passing by going, oh my gosh, someone on roller skates, or it's another skater at the park, literally just waiting to like drop into the bowl or whatever. Yeah, but um, 
but yeah, I was thinking, I was like, oh, how much do I want to, um, go into this? But this won't be the shortest story, but I feel like some backstory will provide good context. No, I love this. Um, so like I said, with the, um, with the team sports, um, in college, so I graduated college in 2014 and, um, got married soon after, got a job, um, soon after I work as a, a civil engineer and I really focused like my first four years out of college on like strengthening my marriage, getting a really good start to that and then like really building my career. So I felt like I really went deep on those, those two things. Like a lot of what I was learning, a lot of what I was working on, a lot of my focus on growth and improvement was in building up my marriage and my career to be, have a really strong foundation. Exactly. Um, and so, you know, spent the first four years with that. And then meanwhile, as I approached my 27th birthday, 27 to me was always this number I kind of had in my mind where I imagined, um, like being ready to start a family, maybe thinking about starting to buy a house, um, and things like that. And I was approaching 27. I had this moment. It was a bit of a quarter life crisis for me where it was all of these things compounding. One was where I thought I would be or where I would want to be or be ready to be was not the case. I was like, no, I'm kind of enjoying, you know, being child free and, you know, I'm not ready to buy a house yet. We live in San Diego. We're really enjoying living in apartments and living in different spaces and we're not really ready to buy. Um, and then on top of that, I had realized, oh my gosh, I've spent the past four years longer, more time than when I was actually in college. I've spent learning the same thing, just like going really deep on my career, but I haven't learned new things. And I loved school. I loved going to school and like meeting new people, meeting different types of people, taking classes that I wasn't good at, like trying new things. Like I felt like I hadn't tried anything new in four years. I had just been really working on two things that I did know really well um, in a really deep way, which was meaningful and valuable. But I was starting to kind of get that itch of, man, I haven't like done something new or done something I'm not good at in, in a long time. And then on top of all of this, I read this like um, statistic or something that, um, not statistic, but this brain development um, science that apparently like our brains continue to develop until women until we're about 27 and men until they're about like 29. And so this idea that, oh, you, you know, we're technically adults, you know, in American law at 18, you can drive at 16, you can do these things at different ages. Um, well, you're not, your brain isn't technically a fully adult brain um, until you're like 27. And so wow. this, this age was looming. It might be 26, but this age was looming I for me. Like I was really like, oh. related with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm not where I thought maybe I would want to be. Um, I haven't really learned anything new in a long time. I really want to do that. And I feel like the clock is ticking because if my brain is fully developed, it's not as like malleable. I feel like it'll be harder to learn new things because my brain is fully developed and I've developed it to focus on these other things. And so, 
you know, I was having this quarter life crisis. Old so dog new tricks thing really got totally, you. hundred percent, hundred percent. I just turned uh, 30 in 2020 and so many people were like, oh my gosh, like how do you feel? What is it like? And I was like, I feel like I turned 30 when I turned 27. So I feel great. <laughs> like I already had in my, 2021. I already had my age crisis. Yeah. yeah. But, um, but so for my 27th birthday, I was like, I need to learn new things. Everyone I know works in STEM and they're all my age. Um, I've been doing the same stuff for a long time. I need to learn something new and just meet new people. I loved my friends, but I was like, I can't just be surrounded by 27 year old, like yeah. STEM people. And so, um, I decided to take, um, an improv comedy class in San Diego and was this pre COVID? This is all pre COVID. So okay. this is when I turned 27. So this is 2017. Okay. So this is pre COVID, but this is starts my kind of journey of like trying new things as an adult perfect um and just kind of like paving your way or like finding a new path and seeing if you like it or not but so I I took that class um because again I loved school I was like I should take an actual class Mm -hmm. um and I just I loved it improv is so oh you took um, a class for improv oh yeah I I didn't realize that yeah yeah um I took it at finest city improv there's different improv theaters and different um, cities, but like, if you like Saturday night live SNL, a lot of those cast members have an improv background. So Got like it. Tina Fey did improv comedy. Um, Amy Poehler did improv comedy and I've always loved comedy. Um, but I've never been like a stage performer. Like I did sports in high school. Yeah. I never did like anything on the stage or, or any like performative arts. And so it was new to me being on a stage. It was new to me actually doing comedy not just like having kind of casual conversations and like trying to make people laugh or whatever yeah um and you're improvising when you get up on stage to do improv comedy you don't know what you're gonna do you ask the audience for a suggestion like a word like blue or castle or mario party or something mario party (laughs) it could be anything (laughs) yeah and then you just start kind of going for it and so like it taught me so much and that to me was the ultimate try something new. I haven't done anything like this. It's public. You're in front of other people. Um, it can be really scary and intimidating. And I I didn't realize you took a class. At least that's like a little bit more of an intro to it. I thought you just like went to clubs. I was like, wow. (laughs) Well, I, yeah. So I, I did eventually do that. So I built on my experience with improv comedy and eventually tried some stand up comedy, just going to open mic nights. And that's when you show up on your own and you just like, perform or, or go yeah. for it or whatever which one was more terrifying but, you think oh it's so they're so different I think stand-up was more terrifying for me yeah because to me improv was like if someone doesn't like your performance like it's improvised yeah you're acting it's like oh I didn't like your sketch about you being a cat it wasn't yeah. convincing or funny or whatever a lot of stand-up comedy is like you like you write and you think about what you're gonna say and a lot of times it's your observations your experience or your opinions yeah so if it goes poorly you feel like oh they don't like me <laughs> oh true <laughs> like it's not like oh they didn't like that sketch that I tried it was like no no they think I'm terrible so yeah stand-up was more um more intimidating to me but so one thing that I've found is really successful for me trying new things is taking a class yeah so that's awesome actually having that structure I found so so helpful obviously like there's tremendous YouTube videos there's a ton of people on Instagram who post videos for whatever hobby or thing you're thinking of um 
but I always really succeeded in school. And so kind of going back to a format that I liked and I was familiar with where I had to show up at Tuesdays at 7 p.m. or whatever, I found that helped a lot. Yeah, that's awesome. And it's a way to keep you busy because it's like scheduled, which makes you go do it, right? I think that's huge. Yeah. Instead of like, yeah. oh, I can get out of it. It's like, no, I already paid for the class. I should go. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And if you're going to a scheduled class at a scheduled time, you're in a space with the same people. So it also helps for like meeting people. And they're um, in the same space as you, which yeah. like they're starting or getting a feel for the community. Um, all of that. So that, that really helped me. And when I started skating, um, in 2020, um, I was down to take classes, but it, I didn't start with the class. I just kind of started going out and skating. And then I kind of signed up for classes, just ad hoc, just kind of drop in kind of style classes. So I've still used classes for, for roller skating too, but yeah. I just learned so much more when there's an instructor and yeah, you know, definitely. Um, so what other hobbies have you tried? Cause I know, I, I know that you've tried multiple hobbies, but what are some other things that you've tried and kind of either succeeded or failed or didn't like as much or found kind of your way towards more hobbies that you liked? Yeah. Oh gosh. There's so many. I'm like kind of going through it. So after I like really enjoyed improv COVID was, was the one that stopped the improv, right? It wasn't that you faded away from it? Um, well, I took, so a lot of improv, this is so cheesy, but, um, or cheesy is not the right word, but very detailed. Um, a lot of improv theaters will offer like five or six rounds of classes that take about like a year. So each class, like level one would be like six to eight weeks long and you oh, go okay. once a week and then you can sign up for level two and it like goes on to the next thing. So I had so much fun. I just kept signing up yep, for, for level each one. level. Oh, each level. Okay. And I like, when you reach the end, you technically like graduate from the program <laughs> and I, <laughs> you have like a final performance and you get a diploma and I'm not kidding you. Did you do it? I framed that diploma. <laughs> My like graduated from like finest city improv like classes or whatever that's amazing it's in my cubicle I have not even framed my college diploma that's amazing <laughs> but that's like that's but that proves that you stuck with something so, like that was out of your league it doesn't actually yeah. get you anything it's more for entertainment and for fun and 100% and I didn't go in thinking like I'm gonna do this for a year I'm gonna get that piece of paper <laughs> I was like I'm gonna go to level one it's it scares the shit out of me but like I let's just try to get through the first six weeks or whatever yeah. and I just loved it I just kept signing up for it but so after after that, then I tried um, the open mic nights, like I said, with stand-up comedy, who, by the way, shout out Aurora Singh, um, is a Sacramento comic who's phenomenal. Oh, okay. She and I went to high school together. I went to see her um, a few years ago, and I told her, I was like, oh, I'm thinking about it, but this scares the shit out of me. And she was like, you just have to do it. Yeah. She's like, you just, you just have to do it. And something that's so nice with both improv and stand-up is failure is a requirement yeah. like there's not a single stand-up comic who has not bombed like has not failed yeah. a set whether it's Dave Chappelle whether it's Amy Schumer whoever it is um and so there is kind of a comfort when you know that like failure is a requirement it's an expectation yeah, so it's like it okay well that band-aid's gonna come off anyway it's gotta help a little bit too at least for me when you start a new hobby and no one you know is there 
I like, sometimes it's like, okay, like no one here no, really knows me and we're <laughs> yeah. all in the same space. This is safe. But then like all of a sudden you invite your friends and family to your stand up, and you're like, whoa, this changed. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. I think it's, it's definitely been easier for me when it's like, you know, it's the stakes are lower when I don't know anyone else who's there. I feel like in yeah. a way, but yeah. So like other hobbies I've done, I'm also really into crafting, mm-hmm. like very much Same. so my, um, my grandma, we call her um, Ami. My Ami taught me how to knit in middle school and I was never ever very good, but I loved it. It was super fun. And it was just a nice hobby to do like in winter. Like if you want kind of to just be kind of cozy up, um, you can kind of curl up on the couch and have the TV on or something. Um, but so I, I kind of picked knitting back up every few years or so um, and have done other projects. Um, but so some Did other you like- crochet? I, I bought a crochet needle like this year in 2021 Uh and I was like, Oh, I I wanted, I want to crochet a bucket hat for myself with an arrow down the front to look like Appa from Avatar the Last Airbender. Oh my gosh. But like with so many crafts, you know, the the yarn and uh, needle are are, uh, collecting dust right now, but that's okay. (laughs) Yeah. I, I tried, or my grandma's taught me to knit and crochet when I was younger. That's awesome. Yeah. I don't really remember how to do either of them, but it was like, it was very entertaining and like something to do with your hands when you're doing other things. Yeah. It's but super again, nice. I still need hobbies that are outside of the house. Yeah. That that's definitely the balance. So I'm trying to think of like all the hobbies I've done that are inside the house, which are mostly crafts. So I've made in high school, I got really into like upcycling. So like I was collecting those like can tabs from soda cans mm-hmm. and like using those and then like ribbon and buttons to make um like bracelets and stuff like that so I love I love kind of creating in that way um so I've done that I've done wood burning is really fun and cool that's really dig wood burning you can um it's amazing what some people can do you can literally burn images like you would like sketch a notebook on paper but it's in wood and it's done it's almost like a pen but the tip of the pen is a um is a metal point that that gets really hot and that's what burns the wood so I've done like some wood burning so for example my family's a huge fan of cornhole Mm -hmm. obsessed and so one year when I was in college for um, my dad's birthday I with the help of my uncle and my papa we made my dad homemade like cornhole boards like we went to Home Depot got wood all of that jazz and then I I wood burned the front of it oh that's Um, so cool yeah my dad's a Marine Corps veteran and so on one board I wood burned the Marine Corps emblem um which is like a globe with an eagle on it um and then on the other board I um wood burned in our family crest because my my part of my dad's side of the family is is scottish so i i would burned in the mclean um crest that's which is so super cool fun. yeah so i i really enjoy too like doing those things for like gifts yeah same um, i've done yeah. like glass etching i've done yeah yeah coasters yeah. <laughs> that's done. so fun. i've always yeah. said i was like one of the like indoor hobbies i want to do but i'm not ready to because i'm still in an apartment yeah um is like um is uh oh no woodworking I'm yeah. like woodcrafting no yeah. that's not the word um is woodworking but I I've kind of told myself when I'm in like a house with a garage yeah <laughs> and a little Details. more space yeah yeah then I can like act actually make stuff but I I love making and now that wood's not as expensive as it was. yeah <laughs> but yeah I, I love making stuff with my hands I love making stuff on my own if I can rather than buying um so a lot of the other kind of hobbies I have are are like that another one one 
indoor hobby I had in quarantine before skating. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, oh, I need something to do. I'm stuck in the house. I need something to do. And I just, the last thing I wanted to do, I just didn't want to like knit or crochet. Mm-hmm. So like, okay, let's try something else. Um, is I got really into like fancy cookie decorating. Oh yes. <laughs> like if you've seen those, like I've seen those videos on Facebook of people who decorate cookies all fancy yeah. and it takes forever and they like speed up the video super yeah. fast just to get through it. Yeah. But, um, you can use like Royal icing, um, and just make like really cool designs. And it's so funny cause I used to make fun of these cookies. Yeah. So I was like, but they don't even taste Tastes that good. good. <laughs> <laughs> like, why would you make a cookie if you could make a cookie that tastes better? You know, Absolutely. I was all about the, as long I don't care what it looks like as long as it tastes good. hundred percent. But, um, but I saw this and I was like, Oh, like it kind of hits my like, you know, creativity itch, but, um, it's something that I can do in the house, or, yeah. you know? So I got really into that. I bought like, all the little tools for it and, um, started following, um, so some different did you do pretty there. well? I I'm pretty content with where I got, I have found a lot of my hobbies that I try. I, first of all, I'm very content if it's fleeting, if I just do it for a few months and I'm like, Hey, I, I feel good. I don't need to kind of keep this up. Yeah. You know, I'm happy I did it, but I'm ready to do something else, which yeah. is kind of what happened to me with, improv like mm-hmm. I had a great time that year doing that but I felt very content kind of moving on and trying other things afterwards yeah um but so I got super into the cookie decorating for about three months and then um just didn't really feel like being in the kitchen anymore which is totally you know totally fine totally normal but the nice thing with it though too is like now I have a hobby like I I can still do it so like yeah. that was like a year ago that I got really into cookie decorating <laughs> And so when I was in town um, right now for the holidays with my family, you know, we're in the house all day. And so I was like, oh, my gosh, like, you know, my mom's going to bake frickin like 10 dozen cookies anyway. Yeah. I'm like this could be a fun, like family activity that I can share with my family. Yeah. And so we made a bunch of cookies and um, I showed them how to it's really cool. You can you don't even need all the different colored icing to do it. You can just do white, but then you can use like um, like food dye to paint the cookies. Yeah. So you can like, it's almost like a watercolor. So we, um, we got to do that. Me, um, my mom and my, my brother's girlfriend, uh, we all got to do that and they just had a blast. So that's something that's been really fun is to kind of find new ways to really share time with family and friends and, and do all of that kind of thing. Do new so, things. Yeah. Yeah. I love my, that. One hobby that I may go back to is I decided in 2020, I was like, I no 2021 in 2021. I was like, okay, what class am I going to take this year? Like mm-hmm. every year I really like to take a class and try something new. And I was like, I'm going to sign up for golf lessons. Like it's <laughs> finally time. I actually learned how to golf. And a lot of like a lot of people in my family, a lot of the men in my family golf yeah, and a lot of people in my family, like really enjoy football and basketball. And I just could not be bothered. (laughs) Yeah. I really don't like football. Um, don't like, I don't enjoy watching it to me. If a football game is on, like it's the same as just staring at a blank wall. It's just, (laughs) it's not my deal and that's okay. But what it means is like, it's something that a lot of people in my family do that we just don't have in common. And so I was like, you know, 
I'll try golf. I think I'll like it. It's outdoors. It's casual. Um, you can drink when you golf, which is kind of fun. Yeah. 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 But honestly, like one of the biggest things that I thought would be really neat is, you know, I can really, this is a really fun way to spend time with my dad and to spend time with my, um, my family members who, you know, I don't share these other, you know, things in common with or whatnot. So I, I did take some, um, some golf lessons and like, I was like, Oh, like what I like about, again, what I like about like taking lessons is like, so I found with lacrosse with lacrosse, you like, you play with a stick and it is not an intuitive sport to play. Like when you first learn to throw and catch the ball, it feels super, super awkward. Well, especially going from soccer because you played soccer growing up. Which you don't use your hands. It's like use anything except for your hands. Exactly. Now you have to do all hand-eye coordination. And so I learned in lacrosse, it was like, oh, this is going to feel super awkward, but you want to learn it the first time the right way. Oh, okay. Just kind of like golf. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you learn bad habits, you have to undo them and it's more effort in the long run to undo them to to just learn right yeah so it's like i'll just start by like actually taking some lessons um to learn how to swing because i know like swinging is another thing that's like it's awkward it's not intuitive to me yeah does your husband golf um he does yeah he's 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 pretty decent which is which is nice that's cool yeah but i was like i i got a little bit like sensitive about it that's another thing too is it was like i don't want someone I know to teach me how to golf because I have 20 questions Mm -hmm. and it's going to take forever and they're going to get frustrated and I'm going to get like a little embarrassed that like I'm not getting it or like I'm annoying them. I'm like, I don't want to be like learning something new is hard enough. Yeah. I don't want to also be concerned about annoying someone at the same time. So I'm like, let me just pay someone that knows exactly what they're actually doing. Yes. And who wants to do this. Yeah. Um, and so, so yeah, I, I have had like folks try to teach me how to golf or teach me like, like family members teaching me different sports Mm -hmm. or driving. I'm like, no, (laughs) no, thank you. I love Uh, you so much. I do not want to do this once I'm better. Yeah. 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 That's so funny. So I guess, um, a good way to close it out for people that are looking for something new in 2020. Cause I know usually the biggest thing starting the new year is like, start eating, right. Start working out. Yeah. And it's like, it's so overbearing in the fact of people shove things down your throat. Like you must do this all the time, 24 seven to be good or be better or to eat better. And it's like, it's more about consistency and trying new things. Cause I know with working out, especially I'm not a big fan of it, but I just do it. Cause I know it's good for me. So I've learned there are certain types of workouts that I won't do. I will not go to a gym yeah. probably ever again in my life because I don't like being around people. Mm-hmm. I don't like the fact that it's a social event. I don't like that people are staring at me or recording themselves when I'm trying to just get my workout done and leave. Yeah. yeah. And so I started working out in my garage and at my parents' house for years. Well, sometimes it's really hard to motivate yourself and start new workouts. So trying to find new gyms or new types of working out or exercising that is good for you. Like I played indoor soccer for a really long time, then COVID hit. So I had to stop doing that. And so it's just like trying new things that are more are good for you. And the biggest thing that I'm so glad you came on and shared is that you just have to try new things. And the thing is, is that if you really hate working out, truly find something or a hobby or not even just working out, but just moving your body that you like. So I really like walking. I could walk forever. 
I love walking. I love going on walks with people. I it's used like, to tease my mom. Like, oh, 100% used all, all to these make fun things of my mom. always are going to circle back and, and bite you in the ass. 100%. I totally used to tease my mom. I'm like, why don't you just run? Like, you don't have to walk so long if you just run. And now I'm like, walks are lovely. Lovely. <laughs> like, you can work. do. Fa- and by the way, fast walk, <laughs> some of these moms, I Yo. try to walk with them. I can't keep up. I'm like, yeah. my knees hurt. I'm like, this is too fast. My short <laughs> legs can't make it. And, um, but the nice thing is, is that one, it's a great way to do something with someone else. Yeah. But you can also do it alone. Yeah. And the coolest part about it is that it's a good workout. And, it's a good way to like mental, like it's good for your mental health. Like it's just good. And the thing is that some people don't like it. That's fine. But that's the beauty of trying new things and figuring out what's good for you is that if you listen to social media too much, you think you have to lift weights every single day to be yeah. fit or working out. Right. And that's not the case. Skating, playing soccer. I play pickleball now, which yeah. the, I sound so old. I'm like, I play pickleball. I go on walks. I'm like, oh my Truly gosh. What, like, yeah like you said it's really whatever works for you and like that's something that you know like you said is so important that some like everyone's different and yeah. there's no shame if walking is your jam and you grew up teasing your mom for walking all day hey you know what that's okay maybe yeah. you really like walking too and yeah. like whether you like to do things alone or like with people or you don't want to be have like spectators or something yeah. um but you're right it's like you just kind of have to try something like i yeah. I picked up skating in 2021. I stopped playing team sports in 2014. It took me six years to find something that like I really loved. And I tried the gym. Another thing that here's all the things that I tried that didn't stick at all that I hated. Okay. I tried yoga. I tried Pilates. I tried bar. I tried cycling. I tried, um, indoor cycling. One time I went to a class. I went to one of those like indoor cycling classes that oh it was so bad I like got on the bike I like clipped in with the fancy cleat shoes or whatever that you have to rent and I was like lord help me let's see how this goes and I was like no shame if I just want to sit on the bike and like I'm you know I'm just not at you know the aerobic capacity yeah to keep going or whatever I did not make it through the warm-up yep that's the warm-up and then I was like I, I, I have to leave and I went to get out and I was stuck in the bike. <laughs> I got one shoe out and I was like, oh no, like, I don't think I can get it out. And the gal who was leading the class saw me struggle and she helped me. She was like, this is how you do it. And she got one of my feet out and I was like, great. Now I know how to get my other foot out. Couldn't get it out. <laughs> I had to take my feet, my foot out of the shoe and left it dangling. <laughs> on the bike as I ran out of the class and just laid down on a bench because I still had to catch my breath. It was so bad. I had the two other people working there both came up to me and they're like, are, are you okay? We just, no. we just want to check in on you. But like, but that's the thing is that it's a, I mean, that, everybody fails. Everyone and, fails. And like, that's an example of failing in front of that whole class yeah. and the instructors and the people who worked there. But then I was like, well, you know what? Cycling is not, not my me. thing. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing is like, I think that's, what's so hard is I feel like social media has this big, huge depiction of what being healthy is. And honestly, it's about being mental and physical healthy. Yeah, yeah. And it's like finding something that makes you feel good where after it's like, I hate working out. There's just about nothing that I could do that. I'm like, can't wait to do that today. (laughs) But there are things that are less painful where I get there. I work out, I feel good and I leave and it's like, okay, that was worth it. But 
it's trying to find that balance. And again, you have to try new things to do that. So I think if there's anything that we could leave people with is that try something new in 2022, one or two things. Don't focus on trying to do the biggest diets or the biggest things that to lose the weight, just start moving more. Just yeah. put it on your calendar to move more, walk outside, walk around, try new things. Maybe try cycling. Maybe you'll be better than this. <laughs> I, I hope cycling. so. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you could be much worse than I was. Yeah. So. I mean, I think the cycling class I did was at like Cal fit or something and you didn't clip in. It was just like a bicycle. Oh but yeah. yeah no, no, it's brutal. But yeah, definitely try new things and make note of what you like and don't like about it. Absolutely. I love hiking. I don't love hiking alone. Yeah. I love walking. I don't love walking alone. Yeah. I love skating. I like skating alone. Yeah. So, you know, I did have these other little exercises that I could do but I didn't have something I could go to where it was just me. Yeah. So maybe there is something you're like, you're like, oh, at least I have this. Um, feel free to like continue to kind of augment yeah. that. Like, or might, do maybe you need something too. Yeah, you might need something for summer and winter. You might yeah. need something that's outdoor and indoor yeah. and just really kind of continue pursuing that. And you know, the, with the whole thing with like the failure to me, like I just laugh it off. I think it's so funny and it's so human because yeah. we like, everyone does and uh, so if inspirational I could, if I could get someone to laugh along with me like as long as you're in on the joke and know people are laughing with you I think it's all good and if I take a video of myself falling and I post it I know they're laughing with me oh absolutely I am so, oh, I love watching your videos well thank you Lizzie for doing this with me this was so fun thank you for having me yes. this was so fun it flew by I'm I like, know right oh my gosh I know so hopefully we inspired at least somebody to try something new next year and stop focusing too much on the weight loss or the the fads of starting the new year off right and do something simple of just trying something new focus on what makes you happy and what lights your fire yeah absolutely well this is Unorganized and Lost, and I'm Michelle. We're here to prove you don't always have to be organized to follow your dreams, and getting lost isn't always a bad thing. <laughs>